Welcome to Recreate Your Motherhood. I am your host, Kristen Laffrey, and I am so glad you found me. As a mindset and mindfulness coach, I am here to guide you as you unlock your full potential to create a beautiful life of purpose and presence. Through this podcast, I hope to open your eyes and your heart to what is possible for you when you embark on this beautiful journey to recreate your motherhood. Hello, welcome to today's episode, which happens to be our very first interview on the podcast, Recreate Your Motherhood. And I'm really, really excited to introduce you to today's guest because I was very specific about who I wanted as my first guest on the podcast because I want to share with you someone that has had a big impact on my journey so far, and I'm really looking forward to sharing her with you. So on today's podcast, I'm going to be interviewing Stacey Adams, who is not just a beautiful mum, but she's also a nutritionist and health coach as well with her business, Know Your Nutrition. When I was in the early stages of figuring out what I wanted to do in terms of my career, Stacey became a beautiful inspiration for me to actually take the leap of faith in myself and and start my business. And her story is so inspiring in terms of why she decided to leave her successful corporate career and start her own business to create something not just for her, but for her family as well. And Stacey has now gone on to become an incredible friend over the last 12 months. And I'm really excited to share her story with you because I know that she'll inspire you just as much as she has me. So here is our interview and I can't wait for you to listen to it. So welcome, Stacey. Thank you for joining me today on today's podcast episode. Um, As a little bit of context, I wanted to invite you onto this podcast today because I've been following your journey for a while. And as someone myself who's left a corporate career to start my own business as a mum, I find your story quite inspiring. So I wanted to get you on today to go through a little bit of your journey, I guess, and a little bit of insight into how you started your business. But can you firstly start by giving us a little bit of an introduction into who you are and a little bit about your business at the moment? Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Stacey, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Um, So at the moment, I run a business called Know Your Nutrition, where I help women and mums regain their energy Uh, hit their fat loss goals and ditch the stress without any added mum guilt, which we all have. And I do that around my two children, Ted and Mackenzie, who are almost four and 16 months. And so I work from home and I work around them, which is really fantastic. And I think that's what I love so much about your story is that you do have two young children and, you know, in terms of um, context as well, like, you know, you've just come out of um, 2020 where you've had lockdown and you've had the two kids there. And um, I think a big thing for a lot of women and myself included was this, I guess, concern around starting a business and having a family. So give us a little bit of background into what you were doing before you started your business and a little bit in terms of the transition around why you wanted to start your business in the first place. Yes, absolutely. So I will start with, um, just going back to the lockdown, it's probably really good to share that I live in Victoria. So in a, a, live about an hour and a half out of Melbourne. So we did experience one of the longest and toughest uh, lockdowns, I think, uh, mostly in Australia, but even with some of the world. 
So it has definitely been an interesting year, but I will go back to the start. Pre-kids, <laughs> I was working in food safety for a massive ASX listed company. Uh, I was the national quality manager there. Got promoted at 36 weeks pregnant with Ted. And I went from being a regional quality manager where I looked after Victoria and New South Wales to national quality manager upon return from my first lot of maternity leave. And what that meant is that now I was overseeing 22 sites across Australia, a team of people and multiple projects with a baby. (laughs) And going through that journey, I finished work uh, at 37 weeks and six days. Ted decided to arrive at 38 weeks. So I went into labor five hours, well, my water broke five hours after I finished work. So that's a a fun story. And basically from then on, I was getting emails and calls from about four weeks on from that. So I was basically straight back into work, even though I was on maternity leave. Life was crazy. Ted had a severe silent reflux. We didn't know that until a long way down the journey, but with that, uh, it led to a lot of poor health with us. My husband was working full-time, had just uh, become a partner in a business himself, so quite a senior role. Ted didn't sleep ever. Uh, The only way I could get him to sleep was either by holding him on my chest, even at night, or pushing him around in the pram where he was upright or driving him around in the car. So he was getting sleep, but obviously we weren't. And our health completely deteriorated. And it was actually at that point we made our first big change and my husband quit his job. (laughs) And I went back full time into this big role, which probably needed me full time. And from there things sort of progressed. Um, We moved into 2018 at this point, which was a really tough year for me personally. And I was working this crazy job, which wasn't always overly supportive. I worked in a very male dominated industry, being a young female, also back from maternity leave, who just got a job over a few men who had worked in the industry basically longer than I had been alive. So a lot of challenges there on top of my mum getting diagnosed with a severe blood disorder. Um, My brother was involved in a pretty serious incident, um, both on the same weekend. And then I had a best friend pass away two weeks later in a freak accident. My husband was still struggling with his um, health. I then came down with glandular fever. And at the same time, my dad got diagnosed and passed away with lung cancer in a five-week period. So... 2018 was just insane, really. But that is where Know Your Nutrition was born. And that's probably what I'm most proud of is that it's at that point that I remembered how much I love nutrition, how much I loved health. I had studied biochemistry science back at back in uni. And I thought I need something to make me feel good. I need a passion project. And I started this business just on the side uh, at that point, not with any real intention of it growing into what it has today. Yeah, I um, I love your story. And I guess so much of that, like so many moments really contributed to you making this decision. What was the point? Because it's still 
a huge decision, I guess, to start a business. And so you were still working in your job when you started your business. When did you decide to completely step back from your job and go all in in your business? Yes, so only a year ago. So I had had this happening on the side for a little while. Uh, We got pregnant, we fell pregnant with Mackenzie and uh, again, took maternity leave. This time gave myself a bit more time uh, before she arrived. Um, After, like during maternity leave, I was still relatively involved in work. Uh, I went back uh, when she was 11 weeks old for a day per week because this company did a massive redundancy. They wiped out half of my team and my boss. So again, I just got promoted this time by redundancy default, not through an actual job. But it meant that this time I would be going back with less team, no boss above me. I was going to be two steps from the CEO, which sounds great, but didn't fit with my values of wanting to be with my family with Ted I missed so much because I was traveling all around Australia and it was probably about that point that I was like oh is this for me and it was that was the point where I really went okay I need to sit back I need to question everything really so my husband went back to work he started his own business as well uh, while I was still on maternity leave and then with the plan to return to work part-time But as that time got closer and closer, I realized all the extra pressure and how my role was changing because of the redundancy and that I just, it didn't fit with my values anymore. I wasn't going, none of us were going to have our health. We weren't going to have our time with our family. We weren't going to be able to contribute to other people's lives, which are very important values to our family. So bit the bullet and yeah, as major breadwinner, um, I quit my job in the, I guess the, took the risk that this was going to work. I knew I'd put the work in. Uh, I didn't stop working completely. I did go and get just a little part-time job in a similar industry, but much lower level just to keep the money ticking in while I worked on things. I think that's the challenging thing is when you have that realization. And I think a lot of women go through this journey and they have this realization that they want to do something or that what they're doing doesn't align with their values but still taking that leap is quite scary so in terms of I guess fear like what was your biggest fear in terms of because this is the challenge right I mean you don't have certainty when you start your business you don't know what it's going to look like but you obviously had that clarity and you had the vision in terms of what you wanted so what was the fear I guess that you had to kind of face in stepping into that? I think it's the fear of not being able to really provide for your children or the fear that maybe it won't work out. I think I was lucky in the sense of what I had gone through in 2018 really taught me a lot of lessons though that we can try things in our life and sometimes we might fail but also that life can just be so short. Um, My friend who uh, passed away in the freak accident he was only 27 with Uh, three beautiful young girls and I just thought if that had been me at that moment I've just missed the last year of Ted's life I've been traveling for work and I would rather live in a one-bedroom unit and spend time with him than have all of these things that I was chasing for whatever reason and I think when I came back to the perspective and my own values a lot of that fear just went away we thought worst case scenario I can just go get another job if it doesn't work out or 
you know, same boat for my husband. He can just go and get another job if it doesn't work out and that the material possessions didn't matter to us anymore. It was just about time with the people that we love. I love that in terms of the worst case scenario because I think we forget sometimes that sometimes the scenario we're living in can literally be the worst case scenario. You know, like so many women wanting to leave their corporate job and it's like, well, what's the worst case scenario? Well, I'll have to go back to my corporate job. And then it's like, well, you're, you're literally living in it, right? And like you said, like it's worth weighing up. Like what's that risk of taking the chance versus the risk of ending up in the worst case scenario, right? Yes, absolutely. And my dad was uh, very high up in his career too. And I'd seen him work so hard for everything that he had achieved. But in those last few weeks, none of that mattered to him. All that mattered was spending as much time as possible with with family and mostly Ted. You know, grandchildren to grandparents are just, there's just something there. And I just thought the same thing that if I looked back, that's, I'm going to be like that. I want to be looking back and going, I wish I had done all of these things, not being able to say, oh, I was national quality manager at this company just because it sounds good. Well, that doesn't mean anything. What means something is hopefully my kids will go, oh, she was a great mum or she was there for me. And I think that will always mean more than anything. Absolutely. And I think it's because you're grounded in that value, you know, what your values are and you know what's important to you um in terms of leaving your job I guess and doing something different did you have any fear around what other people would think because I I know this is a really big one and particularly in terms of obviously being a high achiever and achieving so much to almost in a way take a step back and actually be the beginner in your journey did you have any fear around that like worried about what other people would think of you in terms of doing something different like taking a direction that's not the standard process I guess in terms of a career yes absolutely and I felt that because I was making such a big change going from this what appeared to be this amazing job and this amazing opportunity to being almost just a stay-at-home mum with this side hustle is what how people picture it isn't it and there were so many people who were vocal, um, people telling me that I was making a mistake or that I would regret it. And there were definitely, definitely times where I would question it. And even now I might look back being almost a year on and be like, oh, I wonder what would be happening if I was still there? How would life be different? But it's a little bit of that. You've got to feel the fear and do it anyway. I really just backed myself in and... I only took on the opinions of the people that mattered most to me. I knew that my husband was on board with what we were doing. I knew that my best friends would support me no matter what. And then with anyone else, like, well, they're going to have their opinion anyway, but they're not the people living my life. I am. So if they want to go that way and that's the best way for them is working maybe in a corporate career, I'm sure some people absolutely love it and that's their values. But for me, it was just going to end up being a miserable life, I think, and just had to take that chance. Yeah, and um, I guess you're really fortunate there in terms of, like you said, the people around you knew what you were doing. They knew why you were doing it and why it was important to you. And exactly what you said there is that there's people that don't, there's people around you that are going to question you. And, and like you said, it's just backing yourself, right? Like believing that you can do it and not letting people 
put their opinion on you to kind of question that. So I guess in terms of where you're at now, like how do you still, because I can imagine transitioning from a job where you were working long hours, it was quite demanding. How did you step into your business and not still adopt the same work practices, I guess? if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And you know what, my answer to this probably isn't going to be great because at the start, I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> uh, so when I first resigned from the, the higher level role, I started the new job two days later. <laughs> so always giving myself such a long break, aren't I? Um, <laughs> with, that was a five-day fortnight. So that, let's say that is definitely a decrease, but I should add that Mackenzie was only four months old at this point. So <laughs> obviously a baby who doesn't sleep, still breastfeeding. I started doing some business, a business coaching course, which took up a large majority of time. I also wanted to refresh my nutrition knowledge because it had been 10 years. So yeah, I decided that I would do that now as well. And my then three-year-old, almost now four-year-old, uh, had a lot of issues with my return to work after being home with him for that period of time. And he stopped sleeping as well and had a lot of uh, behavioural issues, which is potentially now leading to some sensory issues that we're working through. But what that meant is that my day often looked like being up early with one of the kids, usually a 6 or 7 a.m. start, spending my day with them. Ted wouldn't nap anymore, putting them to bed at maybe 8 or 9 o'clock. Both were requiring at least an hour or two from both myself or my husband. And then I would be trying to work that portion at night. And then there'd be days where we'd obviously have daycare drop off and all of those things. And it was a very interesting experience. Uh, so this is back in February. Come June, still struggling a bit. Life got a bit easier actually because working from home <laughs> thanks to the corona. But what we decided to do was it was time to take another leap. I had managed to get a few clients that were becoming consistent and I knew the only way that again we're going to manage to get our health and the life that we wanted was for me to go all in and quit that part-time job as well. And that's when everything changed, when this became the thing I did and this was my career and I wasn't trying to split my time or feeling guilty because I was working on something of my own. It was, it was then, it was taking that charge and going, yep, this is what I do now. This is who I am. Yeah, and in terms of mum guilt, I guess, is that something that you experience because I think this is obviously the struggle right that, that most women feel is this this being torn between the two is mum guilt something that you feel come up often or is it something that you've learned now to kind of structure your week to kind of support you through that it's definitely been there a lot I, I'm much better at it now uh, today is thankfully the last day my kids will have to go to daycare which is amazing we've been able to work our hours around them and now that they won't have to go is fantastic uh, but in the past very much so particularly in my corporate career when I would leave Ted for three or four days at a time to be in a different state uh, I, I don't know how FIFO workers do it uh, they're incredible the how they must feel being away for weeks at a time but just 
the I, I don't even know if I can describe the feeling of getting in the car to drive to the airport and after waving to Ted I would be holding back the tears every single time and uh, Qantas used to have a song on, uh, which was the advertisement and every time uh, you'd get on the plane it would be the, the families all catching up and meeting each other and I would be sitting in the plane basically in tears because I'm flying away from my family and seeing all these people coming home so the the mum guilt was was real and I actually think the mum guilt became a big part of why I was able to take this big step though to make something truly work for us and to support my kids and particularly Ted with what he's been going through for the last year it, it gave me the guts to go and give it a go. Oh, I love that. Turning it positive. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess in terms of mums that might be ready to kind of take some sort of leap, to do something that they're passionate about, maybe they're, maybe they're not sure what it is or maybe they do, but what sort of advice, I guess, would you give them in terms of taking that leap of faith, like trusting yourself and, and moving into something? based on where you've been and and how far you've come? I think the first thing is to work out what you are passionate about or what you might like to do. And I think a really good way to do that is to work out what your friends and family come to you for advice for. And I always knew for me that people would come to me with what they should be eating or what they should be doing to get to a particular goal. And I just loved helping them. So that was a really big thing for me uh, being very clear on your values as well so for us it is health and family and community and contribution but that's just because that's mine it doesn't mean that's everyone else's perhaps it is that corporate career but it's being very very clear on it and then it's talking to the those key people around you so your your partners or your immediate family or your support system so that so that they can help you towards this journey. I don't think it's something that's easy to be done on your own. You need to have those other people supporting you. And I think the key thing is is that you do need to be willing to put in that hard work. You have to be able to turn off that TV at night. We didn't watch TV basically all year because our priority while the kids were up was them. And then as soon as they were in bed, my husband and I will spend that time working most nights and it paid off though we don't have to do that now but giving yourself that time and space because we can't always just quit our job straight away so take that time but really plan your time and if you have your favorite shows on a Thursday night well then that's the one you watch but maybe Monday Tuesday Wednesday you've got six hours at night to work on your business across those other days and it's truly amazing what you can do with that time if you want to yeah, I think that's great there, like having those boundaries, right? And knowing when you need to stick to your values of spending time with your family, but then um, actually get work done. And one of the points you said there that I really love is about opening up and starting to let people in. And I think that's a really big part of it is start talking to people, start sharing your vision of what you want. Because I think a lot of people go inwards and they create these beautiful ideas and like they might start a blog or start their business, but they don't bring people in on that journey. And exactly what you said there, like start sharing that with them, get their support up front so you have people to support you and guide you on that journey. And I think that's beautiful advice. 
Could you give a little bit of insight into how you support mums and where they can find you? Because this is your story about how you started your business, but your business is supporting other women. So give us a little bit of context there in terms of what you do and how people can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a nutritionist and a health coach and I operate in a couple of different ways. I can help people with one-off sessions where we might just look at a particular meal plan and some education around getting you towards your goals. Or I can do longer-term support as well where over some usually six or 12-week periods, we'll look at your whole lifestyle as a whole and we'll look at all the different changes from holistic nutrition to get you feeling your very, very best and hitting your goals, whatever they may be. So I can work with mums who are trying to lose baby weight. I can work with mums who are trying to run a marathon. <laughs> so it, everyone's goals are really, really different. And it's just a support system through that with a foundation of nutrition and how that can change our whole health, but bringing in all different aspects of health as well, the social, emotional, physical, it all comes into play. Yeah, and I love your approach there because you are, you look at, everything it's not just one particular area of say weight loss but um you know I've been fortunate to to be watching your journey and to to see inside your business and um I love the approach you take in terms of mindset getting clear on your goals and and really supporting you to create sustainable change which I think is really really important particularly for mums and you know you're a mum too so the support you provide is practical and actually possible so yeah I love what you do and just tell us where we can find you so we can find you over on Instagram yeah Instagram at knowyournutrition underscore um, you can also find me on Clubhouse now <laughs> Stacey Adams underscore kin so k-y-n for know your nutrition and I am on Facebook as well with know your nutrition and on Facebook I also have a free group that if anyone's interested in learning some nutrition tip that they can implement each day uh, that's there and completely free and I often have some giveaways of free coaching packages and things over there too just to help everyone out and spread the love a little bit in these crazy times yeah absolutely and yeah in Stacey's Facebook group she does challenges and that as well so a really good way to get involved and start making some changes so thank you so much for joining me today like I said I've been following your journey since you started your business as a mom of two young kids myself, um, I find your story really inspiring and it's been so beautiful watching your transition into your business and watching your business grow. So thank you for coming on today and sharing your story. I've been very fortunate to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved being here. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. It has been such a pleasure having you here. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please hit subscribe. I would absolutely love it if you could leave a review so that I can get this into the hands of as many mums as possible. Reach out via Instagram. I love hearing from you. I love connecting with you. Until next time, take care.